Welcome to the Life and Purpose podcast community. This is a podcast where we have real conversations and stories on the journey to self-discovery, evolution, learning, and personal growth. I'm your host, Wanziko Kerrier, and my purpose is to inspire others to unlock their full potential and show up as their best selves. So join me. Hi and welcome to season two of the Life and Purpose podcast, guys. Drum rolls. <laughs> oh, feels so good to be back. Feels so, so, so good. How are you first and foremost? How are you holding up? How are things with you, with your families, where you live in your towns, your countries, your communities? I hope that wherever you are and in whatever situation you're in, that you do find the strength to wake up each day, hopeful for a better day, a better season. I hope that you find it in you to get up and remain positive in the midst of all that you're experiencing. And I do hope that you're fine. I really do hope that you're fine. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new to this community, a very warm welcome. We are a community of purpose chasers, a community of people who believe that if you have life, then you have purpose. And I'll catch you up real soon on what we are all about in detail. And if you have been been here since season one. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your patience as well as um, I took a break. And I do hope that you have been implementing those things that we learned in season one. I hope you have been unlearning those toxic um, habits and some that are actually not toxic, but that don't serve you. I hope that you have been unlearning those and that you have been working toward being a better version of yourself each and every day. Whoa, this sounds a little foreign just being in front of of the mic. It has taken me a few tries to actually get my way around the podcasting mic and the settings and all of that jazz. But you know what? I'm now just going to go with the flow and hopefully I'll get the groove on as, you know, as we go along. Yeah. Uh, where do I start? Let me start by catching you up on, on why I'd had to take a season's break. It was actually a planned break to a large extent and um, I had planned this. I think if you have been here, then you know that I'm an avid planner. Like I really plan out my days, my months, my years, my quarters, and to enable me complete other projects that are on the pipeline, both personal projects and business-related projects, and also just for balance, because when things are too many and you're juggling a lot, it's easy to burn out. And I am of the opinion that I would rather plan for my rest time than recover from a burnout. So given that all that was on my plate and assessing myself and my situation, decided to be really kind to myself and wrap up verses on take a pause and really focus my energy on a few projects that needed to be accomplished in quarter two. And so that meant taking it easy on this end and coming back when my plate is full, when my cup is full once again, when I'm rejuvenated and I can also be able to schedule in time for the podcast without compromising or without coming here, you know, so burnt out. To the new listeners, welcome once again here on the Life and Purpose podcast. Maybe just to give you a background, the podcast was was born out of my desire to share my own life journey and experiences, especially in the quest of living my true purpose.
journeys and walking towards the best version of myself. A journey that started close to seven years ago when I was expecting my daughter who is now six years old. And during that time, I began to really question my existence, my actions, my identity, my values, and whether the person I was was truly in the best place to care for the little human that God had so wonderfully entrusted me to raise and to bring up. So after resourcing, I, I, I read a lot. I listened to a lot of um, empowering messages, podcasts, YouTube uh, videos, and all of that. I implemented some of the things that I was learning. I had to unlearn a couple of things as well. I went into coaching, so I got a personal coach. And that really led to me sharing my journey and nuggets that I was collecting from my journey with a couple of my friends. And when I did, they started encouraging me to kind of start a platform where they could refer to some of the lessons that I was sharing with them and also, you know, encouraged me to just broadcast my lessons to a wider audience. And hence the podcast was born. If you would like to catch my intro episode, please do go back to season one, episode one. I was very new to this, so probably the quality and all of that is not the best, but it has all the information about my past and why uh, this journey started. In the first season, I did a couple of solo episodes, but also featured amazing guests, mostly women, who also shared their stories of encouragement. And it was amazing. My dream and mission for this podcast is to really build and interact with a community of people who know that one, each of us have a gift. For as long as you're alive, you've got a gift that has been entrusted in you, you know, that you've got to just find and share with the world. Number two are people who are self-aware and are working towards being the best version of themselves. I think uh, the best gift we can all give ourselves is to know exactly who we are so that we are able to tap into our strengths and work on the areas that we need to work on to be able to be and live the best version of ourselves. And then number three, a community of people who share kindness so freely because I believe the world could indeed use a little more of that, you know. So please, if you align with any of those things or if it is your desire to work on being a better version of yourself than you currently are, then this is home for you. And on here, we learn, we unlearn, we grow, we evolve, we elevate one another, we pivot, we fall sometimes because we are human and human things happen to us, life happens. But when that happens to us, then we strive to find strength in us to be able to rise again. We remain positive. We set goals. Yeah, we plan a lot <laughs> and we also work towards achieving all those things. So basically a community that views each day as a gift to be the best that we can be. And when life happens, as it definitely will sometimes, we acknowledge it. We work through whatever it is that is going on. But then we work towards finding our balance once again, which is made slightly easier by the fact that we have been consistent doing the work and we already know uh, who we are. We are self-aware. Yeah. As we were wrapping up season one, I mentioned some projects related to the podcast that I was working on. So if you have followed my socials, which are linked in the show notes of this episode or any other episode, then you know that I launched an amazing project, which I'm going to tell you a little bit more about next. 
And uh, this episode is actually brought to you by the Best of Me Loading Planner. I launched the Best of Me Loading Planner in May 2021 this year. It's an amazing creation that combines key elements of personal development that are really close to my heart and which I believe every person should try and harness as well as various elements of planning. Yeah, if you know about me either professionally, personally, then you know that I'm an avid planner. And so I thought through key elements elements of planning that I know and have utilized and have learned about that would get you results and maximize your productivity and incorporated them on this planner. You know, one of the unique things about the planner is that it is undated, meaning you can pick it up at any time of the year or any time of the month and just start on it. It is guided, meaning it's not just a blank paged planner. It gives you an outline of what to put where. It gives you an opportunity to set your monthly goals goals and intentions, which you're also able to review at the end of the month. You've got a weekly spread where you not only do the daily planning, but you're also able to track your habits on a daily. You're able to identify the areas that you're working on, improving your wins and priorities for the week. You can also take notes and also jot down any inspiring quotes that inspire you for the week. And I particularly like this part personally because I come across, I read a lot, so I come across some interesting uh, quotes and I like to jot them down. Of course, we also have a reading list at the end of the planner for you to jot down some of your reads for the 12 months that you are using the planner and any takeaways from them. Basically, it's a wholesome planner. It's easy to use. The months are themed, so you really get into one aspect of personal development each month and hone in on it. Yeah, And we are talking about aspects like self-love, well-being, conquering your fears, unlearning, gratitude, habit formation, and so much much more. I believe very deeply that you don't need a major event to start over or start becoming the, the better version of you journey. So, you know, invest in yourself and let the aspects of this planner guide you towards who you want to be. So you can find the links uh, to where you can find the planner down below in the show notes. You can purchase it on Amazon if you're outside of Kenya. But if you're not and you're in Kenya, please send us a DM on Instagram at Life and Purpose Podcast or call our WhatsApp number 0716589311. Back to the episode. And I have been racking my mind thinking about what I should discuss on my first episode of season two. And it came to me the other day when I was having one of those daily morning walks. Yeah. Yes, I still do my morning routine. Though now it's a little bit modified from last time that I shared my routine, but I'm I'm still team 5 a.m. club. I do my morning prayer, my reading, my journaling, and my, my, my meditation. By the time I'm done with all of that, it's time to prepare my little one for school. Then when she's at the tail end of her breakfast, I change into my workout gear so that once I drop her off, I go straight into the workout before settling in and starting my day. So that's how ideally my morning routine looks like. The last couple of weeks I've been preferring to do walks only just because I feel like I needed something low impact given the the quota that I have had. It's been intense. (laughs) 
but I also do enjoy the walks because they allow me to have some quiet reflection time and just to help me center myself before I begin my days. Anyway, so on this episode, I want to share with you a few things I have been working on as I transition into another season of my life. Yes, I'm the kind of person who works with milestones. I'm very big on planning, setting myself targets and milestones for each phase of my life. And I'm just finishing a phase of my early 30s and I am moving into my mid to late 30s phase. So I turned 35 in October, which is super exciting. And I'm so proud of the woman I am and the journey that I have had so far, the intentional work that I have put in to be the version that I am today. But I know that there's much more that I can do. There are plenty of goals and milestones that I had put for myself for this phase that's just ending that I have achieved. And for that, I am entirely Entirely, entirely grateful to God and to myself for putting in the work, for my support system, for being there all along this journey, my parents, my siblings, you know, my close peeps, yeah. And I've been thinking about the next season of my life, you know, and my reflections over the past couple of months have been revealing certain areas that I need to celebrate and be thankful about and for, but also revealing some areas that I need to totally leave behind uh, as I move on to the next phase and also some areas that I need to place more emphasis on and grow more into because those are are the areas that I really want to embrace moving into my mid-30s. So today I'm going to share some of those things with you and I'm going to share two things, the things that I am definitely leaving behind (laughs) and the areas that I look forward to enhancing and growing more in, yeah? So the number one thing that I look forward to leaving behind is comparison. And hear me out. I I think that there's some um, healthy aspect of looking at what people around you are doing and wanting to aim for that. But comparison is also a great thief of all joy, you know. And this is something that as human beings, I bet we have to contend with because we are faced by people around us who have different journeys, a different aspect. So you could be same age with somebody, but they have they have been on a completely different trajectory. But when you look at their lives and you admire them, you, co- you become completely blinded to your own achievements. And so you can easily turn into something that's not positive you know, and it's really hard not to compare yourself to your peers. But in my journey, I have been learning to accept fully that everyone has their own path and we all achieve differently. And our definitions of success are very different, you know, and that is why for my season two, I'm going to be very consistent in asking my guests to share with me what their definition of success is, you know, so that we can all see how diverse success is to different people. Yeah. I want to see other people's success stories and be happy for them genuinely. I want it to be motivation, yes, that indeed it can be done, but not that cutting of, you know, some little bit of jealousy, some little bit of, hmm, how did they get there? Or how did they do that? No, that's not going to be me. We aren't doing that in any magnitude in the new phase. So that's one thing I am definitely going to leave behind. The second thing I'm going to leave behind in my my phase of life that I'm going into is waiting to achieve all my goals for me to start living. And I think this one has to do with how we have been socialized. You know, we are always chasing for something and in the process we forget to live. And I think I talked about this in one of my episodes in, in season one 
one where I talked about, you know, I was encouraging us and myself included not to forget to live even as we chase uh, these things that we want to achieve. You know, a lot of us, you know, it's usually like, I'll be happy. I'll be more happy when I earn more money or, or when I lose weight or when I get a better job. And no, 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 we aren't carrying that into the into 35. <laughs> In my next phase, I want to live and enjoy and cherish every moment. I really want to be present. I think the pandemic has really, you know, the, it came to remind us last year that actually tomorrow isn't promised. And this thing of postponing happiness has got to go. You know, the only way of thriving is by living life, being fully present and enjoying the journey, even as we work towards those amazing goals that we have. And I think for me, because it's been a journey, but for me, one of the things that has really, really helped me live in the present is practicing mindfulness and taking time to be present and to remain present in those moments, you know? So yeah, we are living behind that thing of holding on to our happiness for us to achieve goals first. The other thing uh, that I'm letting go of is definitely letting people's expectations of me drive my agenda. Where do I start with this? <laughs> this is a big one. And it's not it's not just simply doing things to please people. No, it's other people's expectations weighing so heavily on you that you curate your life around those people's expectations. Yeah. I feel like just from the way we were socialized, I've always had this thing of doing things that people expect someone of my caliber or somebody like me to do. You know, even when it doesn't truly make me happy, even when it truly isn't me, I will do it just to maintain the peace or just to not disappoint people that people like me can do that or cannot do that. Yeah, we are getting real vulnerable here, guys, aren't we? But seriously, right from primary school, I remember my mom used to teach us in school and she was my science teacher. And there were so high expectations of us teachers' kids then, you know, to live and be a certain way. There are certain things you couldn't do. You know, you're a teacher's child. So there's a way you are expected to act and behave. And there are things that are a complete no-no, even when those things are simply you just being a child. And to my adulthood, when I look back, there are things that, you know, I have done because they're expected of somebody like me, somebody of my status, somebody who holds a position like I do. And this is one of the things that really, really my daughter has taught me. And kids teach us a lot of things if you're open to learning, but this is one of the most powerful lessons. And I was actually sharing it with a couple of people the other day. And the lesson is that no is a complete sentence and you actually don't need to explain your know. And to be honest, it's one of the things I think I had to quite unlearn in terms of my parenting journey because I initially was projecting on her how I was raised, you know, my my identity and my habits when it comes to, to things around saying no. And I'd realized that every time she'd say no to something, I would de- demand for a further explanation every time because I don't know otherwise, you know. I was socialized to always explain my no's. So what this did growing up for me is for instance if I didn't want to go out hanging out with my friends like you know those days maybe when I was a teenager and all of that I would not just say that I don't want to I would come up with a lie as to why I cannot go until I met my daughter 
Oh my goodness. My daughter will say no and she doesn't need to explain it. And when you ask her father and proper, she'll say, mom, it's just because it's no, I don't want to do it. Just that, you know? And when I introspect on the question that she answered no to, actually it's a complete sentence and a complete reply. And I always remind myself, okay, I should take it as such. And now what I am learning is to say no and to also create boundaries even with other people. And unlearning is painful. It's so painful because my first reflex is always to ask her why. And sometimes depending on what it is, I probe, yeah? But yeah, no is a complete sentence and I'm learning for myself. I'm, I'm learning to put those boundaries. And also, I think it also helps that I'm in a place in my friendships and relationships where there are certain levels of maturity and understanding that we don't have to make a big deal out of people saying no or out of people, um, you know, not having to over-explain themselves. So yeah, that's also one thing we are leaving behind. Actually, backstory, you know, and this is just side off. I remember one time um, I was having a discussion with my then manager at my place of work. And uh, I remember him saying that, you know, I, I brought up the issue of that, you know, I feel like I'm really due for a promotion. And I gave my reasons as to why, because I, I believe we were doing an annual appraisal process or something. And I remember him saying that you're in management. People don't expect you to seek for promotions, you know? You're, why are you behaving like people who, you know, like the other employees? <sighs> and I remember I dropped that discussion. No, no, we are not doing that. <laughs> We are not doing that in the next phase. The other thing that I am letting go of is self-judgment. I can be the greatest self-critic. And this leads me to really beat myself up over things not going in the right direction. And it doesn't help anyone really because um, I have come to learn that uh, when you put in your input and your time, leave the output to God, you know, leave the output to God. There's only so much you can do. I have planned, I have put in the resources, the time, the ideas I have executed. Now what comes out of that? By the way, it's out of my hands. And because of that lesson, I have learned to give myself more grace and allow myself some room for error and room for things not to always turn out the way I expected them to turn out. And to always look at the lessons in the output, you know, and pick those and move with them. Yeah. In my next phase, I'm, I'm seeing my fails as falls instead because falls kind of allow somebody to rise up again. And like fails, which just look like, ah, you have failed. But if you've fallen, okay, you can rise up and and do the thing again, you know? The last thing that I am getting rid of and I'm working, I have been working towards is imposter syndrome. And I know one cannot simply wish this away because it keeps creeping up back into your life. Uh, you can't wish it out in a day, but I am so willing and ready to take all the necessary steps <laughs> to overcome imposter syndrome. Most days I don't have it, but when it does come, it can really paralyze growth and can really paralyze the things that you want to do. And the next phase of my life is not about that life. I am about boldness, doing it afraid, just going out there and being the best version that I can be because look, God God put that thing in me. I'm gifted and I need to really, really stand in my gift and in my purpose and be able to share it. And one book that I am totally loving and it actually is one of the things that I'm doing 
doing in this, uh, you know, it's one of the things that I'm investing in, in terms of my time and analyzing it and applying the lessons from it is a book by Lavi Jones. First of all, if you you don't know who Lavi Jones is, you need to, (laughs) you need to Google her out. You know, she's an amazing, amazing, powerful woman. So she, her latest book is called Professional Troublemaker and really it just tackles imposter syndrome. So yeah, uh, get it if you want to also tackle imposter syndrome. But for me, I think this will help me a great deal uh, with this thing once and for all so that by the time 35 is actually knocking on the door in the next couple of months, I will become unstoppable in my quest of becoming the best version of me. So those are just a few things that I am letting go and leaving behind in my next phase. I'm quickly going to let you know the things that I want to grow more in my next phase as well. Number one, I'll be more focused on impact and legacy in my next phase of life. Yeah, I'm definitely more focused about the impact I'm making in the world. I want to be more intentional about my legacy, you know, as a parent, as a human being, as a woman. I want uh, those who come after me to actually, when my name is mentioned, I want them to associate me with something positive, something that helped them grow. And that's what I'm working towards. The other thing uh, that I'm working towards is actually listening and acting on my intuition even more. Um, I'm going to tag a super soul conversation that Oprah had with a lady called Caroline on intuition. It's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. And over the years, I have known personally that I have a deep intuition. And a lot of people have called me discerning. Like, you're, you're so discerning, you know? But I have, I have not been taking this gift seriously. I feel like I have taken it for granted and I have ignored it many a times. And when I do ignore it, the results are always not pleasing. But when I've acted on it, I have seen great results. I have seen the benefit. I have been able to avoid pitfalls. I have been able to lift my friends off of pitfalls. I have been able to just have clarity, you know. So moving forward, I just want to be more present and be alert when it comes to my intuition and my discerning spirit. And I know because of this gift, I have very good empathetic abilities. And most times I can sense what others are thinking and feeling. And my mind is often so in tune to the vibrations and energies given off by those around me. So what I've been doing, I haven't been doing consistently is using this ability and this gift with me within me to refine the way that I act in the situations. Yeah. The most amazing thing is that this is actually one of the things that I believe is meant to ease me into sharing my gift and living my purpose, but I've just got to work on being alert to it and acting accordingly, you know? I don't know if I'm making sense, but I recently shared this with my mastermind group, actually, and they're all nodding their heads because they could, they can see it in me because they know me, they know how I share, they know how I react to people's issues and energies. So yeah, I am definitely going to work on that a little bit more. And once again, check out that um, uh, YouTube video that I'm going to link up if you want to learn more about your intuition and all of that. The other thing I definitely want to grow more into is building more authentic relationships that align with who I am. I have been more more intentional with the relationships I'm building, you know, with my daughter, my family, my friends, new friends that I have making. And I just love how it is when you connect with somebody who is aligned to who you are. And that's 
definitely something I'm looking to do more of in my next um, phase of life. The other thing is to schedule and plan and organize myself even better. I already do it, you know. I thrive in schedules. Most of the time, for me, if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. And I'm moving towards minimizing distractions and achieving productivity through my days. Working smart has got to be the jam. By the way, there's no two ways about it. With all the things that I am handling, I've got to be a smart worker. And I remember the other day, my two friends and I were sharing and remembering how some nine years ago, I used to pull long hours at the office. I think I used to work 16, 18 hour days. And well, that hard work for sure got me somewhere. Yeah. That Fanjiko back there didn't have balance. No, it was all about work. The next phase is about working smart, it's about balance, it's about scheduling it all out. Yeah. I'm actually into color coding now and my schedules are looking all nice, you know, and penning down even the fun and family stuff. That is how meticulous I'm getting. <laughs> Uh, into the new phase and I'm loving it. Finally, I think the other thing that I want to share about the things that I'm working to grow more towards is my concern for the environment and to notch up my efforts towards conserving it, uh, however little my efforts could be. A colleague of mine who's completely passionate and seriously cares for the environment recently shared a report on the status of our environment and goodness. If we care even a tiny little bit about future generations, we need to care about the environment. So there's a day called the Earth Overshoot Day, which is actually the day of the year on which humanity's demand on nature exceeds the Earth's annual biological capacity to regenerate. Yeah. So for instance, in 2021, the Earth Overshoot Day falls on July 29th, meaning that between January first and July 29, our demand as humans for biological regeneration is already equivalent to the planet's entire annual regeneration. So you see in 2021 it has fallen in July on July 29, yet in 2020 it fell on August 22nd. So what that means is that we are actually using more natural resources than the earth can possibly replenish. You know, we are taking more and more and more than we are giving back to the earth and it's not sustainable. So yeah, I want to really be more sensitive about this. I want to educate myself more and I want to really play my role when it comes to make the environment better, you know? So those are the few things that I could share on today's episode. There are some more, especially the habits I've picked along on my personal development journey that I want to sustain my identity, knowing who I am, my value system, that even as I evolve, I have to remain true and core to who I am. I am. Let me do know if you resonate with any of the areas I have talked about. Have you managed to drop some of the ones I'm saying they must go? What are some of those things that you're looking to continue with in your next phase of life? Share with me. Let's discuss and encourage one another in this journey. In as much as the break was well-deserved and scheduled, I had truly missed sharing, recording the podcast, and I feel great. My heart is so, so full. My editor is gonna have a, a not uh, very easy time editing this because, you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> he'll have to put in more work than he normally does. But hey, we are getting back at it. And uh, in life, whenever you pause on something, you have to, again, do a bit of a learning curve. But I'm so, so glad we are back. And I look forward to bringing you more uplifting content in the episodes to come. Keep it here for more. Share with your family and friends. Till the next one, I wish you an amazing week ahead. Please keep safe and love and light. Thank you so much for joining in and listening to this week's episode. I really do hope that you have enjoyed the episode. I hope you have learned, relearned or unlearned something. If you have, please remember to leave a comment on any podcasting platform. Remember to share this with your loved ones. Remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts because this really puts us on the forefront of a lot more people and we'll end up growing the community even more. Remember, our goal is to live, to learn, to grow and to evolve. So take a small step every day towards being the best version of yourselves. Until the next time, remember to keep in touch and see what we are up to on our social media platforms, all linked in the episode show notes of this episode. And keep safe until we see you next week.